You're listening to the Plus Music Podcast with Brian and Nick, where we sit down with artists, founders, video game music composers, and discuss early ideas, challenging hurdles, and how the ever-changing music industry will evolve in the digital age. Today we sit down with Amy Nelson and Kathy Guthrie of the acoustic duo Folk Uke. Amy and Kathy join us from Austin, Texas, where they tell us about writing, touring, the good old days of meeting in San Diego, and what it's like growing up playing and touring with their dads, some of music history's most recognizable voices and songwriters, Willie Nelson and Arlo Guthrie. Here's more from Amy and Kathy now. Thanks, Brian. Hi. It's really fun to catch up with you. It's going to be so much fun to catch. I know, but I really can only catch up while on video and on the spot. We can't do anything unless we video it. Exactly. Absolutely. What's the point? So I don't have have history with you guys. So I'd like to learn more about you. Um, You guys have spent some time. You can, we can talk about how you know each other um, from when. And we will. We met back in, I'm going to say the late nineties convoy in the LA days um, where at least one or both of you lived in LA and we would just play shows and hang out and have fun. Yeah, Does that ring was, any bells? I think it was the late 90s. I think I was living in LA and I think Amy was still in San Diego. Right? Kathy was the tramp, right? by the way, but we all knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually asked our producer, Daniel, I was like, I'm not going to say this. He's like, dude, I took it right from their site. I think you got it. I'm, like, okay. I'm going to. I forgot that that was our bio. Somebody hacked our site and wrote that bio for us. I don't know who did it. Oh, that is so funny. I was wondering why you guys were so straight faced when I mentioned that part, but yeah, but we met way back in the nineties, which was weird. God, I must've been 12, but um, you know, we met through then stayed in touch. Kind of you guys moved, we moved and here we are. Yeah. And now you are both in Austin. Are you both in Austin? Yeah. We live live closer than we ever have each other. Maybe. Yeah. Cool. We could walk you- to each other's houses, but we never have. No, we don't. We <laughs> live so close that when I get in a hurry to go to our house, I pass it every time because I forget how close it is. No way. That's really cool, though. Besties yeah. that live super close. That's awesome. How long have you yeah. guys been in Austin? Oh, my. I got here first. I think I've been here for uh, since about 2005. Okay. Yeah. So you've seen the shift and the change. Oh my God. Now like techs coming in and trying to get in it. Yeah. And it's a trend. We were talking slightly before the interview that it's become kind of what San Diego has been become. You don't meet anybody from Austin. Everybody's from somewhere else. That's totally San Diego. It's probably like, yes, you are. Okay. Well, one. Oh yeah, I met one. Yeah. Yeah. One out of four. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) one out of four um but yeah so tell us a little bit about how like folk uke got started we know that happened right probably around when i met you guys yeah i wanted to form a band that sounded exactly like convoy and um, success (laughs) (laughs) and we do right you did it i think we do yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so there you have it yeah, no, we were inspired by you guys, though. And just, I don't know, I think we were inspired by all kinds of beautiful music that we love and that we never didn't ever manage to sound like. Mm-hmm. 
We were never good enough. We're going to keep Aww. trying now. Still not. <laughs> <laughs> never give up. <laughs> we get like a little bit better. Every time we go in and record, we have like, we have come out with less songs somehow. So, so wait, how does that you happen? Whittle. You got to whittle the, the non-good. Mm, I do. <laughs> Yeah, like we'll go in and we'll we'll record like ten, and then we'll be like, "All right, we got, we got one songs." <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys a That's band? Do you have do you have a band together, or is it just yes. two? Uh, oh no, well yeah, we are the band. Except sometimes we get some people that are professionals to come in and actually make us sound more professional too. And I've seen video. We get of our it. dads to come in, and Kathy's brother, mm -hmm. our brothers, will come in and. They'll do some work, some musical magic, and make us a little bit more presentable. Mm -hmm. Really, the people so who would be most embarrassed by us have come in to play with us to make us sound better, so that we don't embarrass the they... family. That's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard you guys, and I think it's phenomenal. And but I do know that. Um, okay, so you come from musical families. Did you learn ukulele and guitar because you had parents in the music professions? That's why I started playing ukulele because it wasn't a real was instrument. You. Well, because if you play a real instrument, then you're going to be compared to the other people that play real instruments. But a ukulele, no one really takes it seriously. So it's kind of like takes the pressure off, you know, kind of like, oh, I can do that one. Amy had mm -hmm. a ukulele and I was like, oh, let's show me some chords. That's not so bad. It doesn't even have to be in tune. Nobody expects a uke to be in tune. Like it's right. just a toy. It's sort of a non-intimidating instrument. Very non-intimidating. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're just. They're how many like, less? How many less notes and chords are on a ukulele? Do you know? There's two less strings. Okay, two less. But strings. there's the same amount of notes and chords, I think. Mm. Chords. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> mm -hmm. The same thing. You know what's interesting is you could literally say you play the four string, but people would think that you played the bass. Yeah. But oh yeah. There is no real people. nickname for the uke. Mm -hmm. But um, were you influenced by any Polynesian or Hawaiian superstars such as Israel Gambaya or Iz? Um, I like both of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, one of them was made up, but one is actually a real person. But um, yeah, but you, know, you associate is, ukulele. I forget how to say his last name, but I am super influenced by him. He's great. He's he really is. That's the only guy that, and everybody's heard somewhere over the rainbow on ukulele. That's him. That's yeah. that guy. Got it. Mm -hmm. He a legend. He died, right? Recently? Or I think he died a while back. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he lives tragic on. Tragic story. He lives on through somewhere over the rainbow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Here we are. Dun, dun, dun. No. Um, so <laughs> yeah, tell us about, that. tell us a little bit about, we know you got, you put some records out, you got some songs out, you've done mm -hmm. some tours. I saw a tour that you were on tour with your dad, weren't you recently? Oh yeah. That was, yeah, we were on tour. It was, um, that was when the world stopped. We yeah, were like we mid tour. Took the world out of business with our last tour. <laughs> that was my dad's <laughs> last official tour. He quit after that. Really? Put your dad out of business. We really know how to end a career. We huh? took out the whole music industry. <laughs> yeah. Is that like the last, the last, it was. last it was a really live good tour. show that was going on? And for the listeners that don't know who your dad is, Kathy. So my dad is Arlo Guthrie. Got it. That yeah. is correct. And so we were on tour with him, opening for him. 
And um, yeah, we came home just for a minute because we, we had like a week long break and then we just never went back out. Everything <sighs> shut down. Okay. So that was literally going to be your dad's last tour. I'm going to do it one wasn't more gonna be. On- it wasn't going to be. But like with the big break and my dad ended up having like he had a he had a stroke and Mm. had a he just doesn't really want to tour anymore. He'll probably do some Mm -hmm. shows, but he just touring is hard, you know, Mm -hmm. especially when you tour with us. I think that was. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He went out with a bang, let me tell you. Yeah. But you guys were were you close to home or like were you like mid tour and you were like uh oh we were mid tour I think it ended yeah. when was our last show was in Tennessee and then we had a week off and then we were gonna go back out to we Kansas left all of our City, stuff on the bus we left our instruments and everything and we were like let's just go back home and grab a bunch of merch and fill our That's suitcases right. with that and then with empty come back so we we're like we thought we were being so slick because we'd run out of merch we were doing really well. And uh, so we thought we were super slick by leaving all our stuff and flying out with empty suitcases and filling it up with with our stuff. But that just never happened. We never, (laughs) the tour never joined and all of our stuff ended up in like Massachusetts or Nashville for like six months. Yeah. Getting everything back. We had to drive and go get it. Yeah. Yeah, they had to drive. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's Uh, Oops. But those are the priceless moments. I can't believe you guys didn't go together. Just kind of road trip it to go pick up I your was stuff go. and drive home. Yeah, I, I was going to go and then... Yeah, I can't believe you didn't come with me, Amy. Why not? Oh, mm-hmm. were we fighting? Were you being a bitch again? I'm glad I could yeah, open up this, this, this controversy <laughs> on this show. <laughs> you heard it here first. No, yeah. I think we... I mean, we probably would have. I, I feel like we didn't have the same time off at the... You know, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Forget, didn't I, you take Jory? I don't remember. I feel like it lined up with something I had to do. Yeah. It was so long ago. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it anything. It was a long time ago. It was years and years. It feels, it feels like decades ago. Oh, it's like it, it really then I broke does. my guitar on that tour too. We were like, we were playing alongside, you know, uh, we were of course playing right before Arlo and he would sit on the side of the stage and critique us. It's like, he might as well have had a yellow notepad, like as he was watching our show. <laughs> and so it was like, su- I mean, it was actually super great. He had some good points too, cause he would, he gave us some tips. And, uh, but then we would like, we would go up for the end of his show. So at a certain point he's on stage and we're like, maybe we should get all of our stuff into the bus real quick just so that after we sing with him, we can just get up and we'll be able to just go. So like mm-hmm. we were hurried up and get our stuff and I grabbed my guitar case and it wasn't zipped up and my guitar oh. took a big fall and it broke its neck and it went <laughs> Never the same, one of the, the it broken It echoed neck. through the whole, our, through the whole like thing. The whole it was a place. quiet moment in her dad's show. It was right next to the stage. And then he was like, you girls drunk back there? <laughs> Not this oh time, Dad. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of really funny, though, up. how all of your guys' brilliant ideas to save time actually cost more time and money. Leave yeah, our stuff yeah, on the bus. Time. Now we yeah. got to drive back and get it. Ooh, Let's yeah, put our true. stuff on the bus early. Broken guitar. 
Yeah. yeah. You know what? Every I've never really thought about it that way. Thanks, mm -hmm. Brian. Yeah, thanks. Like yeah, there you go. Sarah. <laughs> well, we had this talk. I'm going to cut out all my idea to save time. Uplift yeah. Cut out all the time savers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, so guys, during the, the pandemic, every all musicians were exploring random places like live streams and things like that. Most most musicians hadn't, you know, some done it, some most hadn't gone that direction yet. Did you guys do any of that over the pandemic? Did you embrace the the land of 2D versions we, of yourselves? I, I would say that we didn't embrace it, but we did a few. Yeah. How'd it go? Yeah. We did better um, with the pre-records. Yeah, yeah, for we sure. We realized like, oh, we can edit ourselves and we can give ourselves better comic timing mm -hmm. and we can like come in and save the save the show um, that we otherwise would have destroyed. Um, <laughs> I mean, you think about it, that is the way to go. I've done a late night TV show before and the first thing that happened on the first big chorus, boom, string busted. Thankfully, they let us do a retake, but generally, you can't redo that. I would think that there, redos in life are key, but I do have a couple friends in, a, in some popular bands now, and they're doing pre-taped, like they're going to be the guest on a Friday night, late night show. It'll look live and appear live, but it was done all looking good, best possible angles and best possible performance shoveled in and looked appeared as live and god that sounds great. i wish i could i wish i could live my life like that anytime i open my mouth to my wife or my children can <laughs> i watch that back go back and maybe edit some of that flip a little bit out exactly yeah. Yeah. yes when you figure that out right well we'll change <laughs> then, then we're all rich we're yes uh, my dad so, calls that uh rewind delete fast forward Mm-hmm. RWFF. Mm-hmm. So you guys tried some of the like what what changed for you guys as musicians then since in the last year or so? What what are you doing different to get the word out, to connect with fans? And you know, because touring's out, so there's a lot of opportunity. It's just different, right? What are you doing now? Yeah, yeah we, we found we found go ahead, um I got a good one, Kathy. You take you this follow, one. You follow up, though, if this one I'll, doesn't I'll go correct over. you as you go. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, we booked and we did one show that was an outdoor gig, and it went pretty well. Oh, and, yeah, the um, drive-in concert. Oh, there was that one. Yeah, we did a drive-in concert. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we did another outdoor concert, and that went pretty well. Like, that wasn't back in June, and we, like, we had more people ever, like, more people than ever show up to a, a you know our our headline mm -hmm. gig and i awesome. think it was maybe because people were bored during the pandemic and yeah. figured out who we were or just dying to get out all of our fans at one time were not tired of us at the same time so they showed up mm. it's always a thing i think yeah. also, know that feeling we were promising a train wreck because we promised not to rehearse and i think people uh, like people that. wanted to show up for that yeah. They promised um, not to rehearse. And we, and we delivered. Interesting. <laughs> Where did you get the word out for that? Just we just that said, we, have, we haven't played in a year. We're going to suck. Come on by. But our new thing is a lot this. of tickets. We've got a cool, we've got this show that's booked and it's an indoor show. Mm. And it was supposed to happen a few, 
couple months ago. Yeah. And then it, that got postponed because of COVID. And then we booked it for another later date. And that got postponed because of COVID. And so now we've got a third date for the same show. But the catch is that KUTX, our local college radio station, is uh, sponsoring it. So they have to announce it every time. They have to talk about us every time we postpone. Fantastic. So it's like, Brilliant, right? It's like we could just keep doing this and give yeah. them a reason to keep talking about us. And you get a year of free press on this radio it's been station. Great. <laughs> That is just fantastic. It's like Groundhog Day, but for your bands mm -hmm. getting promotion. Um, mm -hmm. So you did some out. So how do you guys get the word out? Like, so we, so people that listen to this podcast or watch us on YouTube, a lot of them are musicians, right? And so they're, they're always figuring out, you know, who knows something that I don't know? Like, where are people at? How does, how's the best way to, to now connect with fan base? Like use is obviously social media, but there's new kinds of social medias, there's discord and like all these, you know, Twitch and different ways to, to connect. Are you guys using any of that? Or do you, what do you, what, what works for you, this band in your way of getting the word out? We haven't really done any of that stuff. We're doing like MySpace. You ever heard of that? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, the I can't new. get out of my really cool I've been locked out. I tried to get into it. I computer screen <laughs> to see that, but I think it's not there. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't think that we're on the cutting edge. Um, no, but we do like Facebook, Twitter. We have a TikTok account, but we've only done two videos, and one of them is just like an animal video. We're just still like trying to figure out. How I would to think you guys would TikTok. kill it on TikTok with your you guys' think. wit and humor and your songs and talents. I think you could possibly TikTok. slay. We were know. trying to get my that. daughter to do one for us. And then yeah. that kind of backfired. That just I just still, out. I mean, Fire. I feel like an old lady when I go on TikTok. I like <laughs> watching it, but I just can't figure out how to work the thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kids these days. You got to get I the kids. Kids the these days. <laughs> <laughs> totally sound like that. You know what? I say that all the time, though, when I see, like, the face tattoos. Like, yeah. in my day, if you got a tattoo on your hand, I remember my parents telling me, if you get a tattoo on your hand, just know that you'll never get like a real job because mm -hmm. you have to handshake. Well, fast forward, there's a pandemic, handshaking's gone and you can have face tattoos. Like what the heck? Now I sound like, you know, if you're going to get a tattoo, honey, don't get yeah. one on your face. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Boomer I think it. that, but that's yet to be seen, you know, like the face, mm -hmm. the people with the face tattoos have yet to grow old with it. And, and then, mm -hmm. you know, kind of report back whether or not they wish they had not invest know. in the, the tattoo removal companies now. Mm -hmm. that'll be in the that's good advice because yeah. they will remove it. Like they just will. I just want to get a face tattooed on my face. Like a, I like do a too, just so face? I can have it removed. <laughs> yeah. I like that company. I, I wonder, can I get George Clooney's face tattooed on my <laughs> face? Sure <laughs> Where is the greatest artist ever? Just Clooney me. <laughs> yeah. But what's that? So you guys had to have written some new tunes in the pandemic. Any plans to record, put them out, collaborate again since you guys are neighbors? Like before the pandemic, we, we got a couple. We haven't recorded 
Are okay you for you. Oh, right. We have, we have a couple that we haven't recorded yet, but we haven't yeah. really been hanging out. We've been quarantining away from each other too. Like we haven't done much. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So well, we haven't done anything together. We have, have we? a song called, are you clapping? Cause it's over. And that's kind of funny. Cause it's the last Thank song you. that we wrote. And <laughs> <laughs> And that was the last song. This is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's genius. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so you guys both grew up in in uh, musical families, and and Kathy, we already know who which family you grew up in. Amy, you grew up in a musical family too, yeah. Yep, my dad is Willie Nelson. Willie. So he's pretty musical. I've heard of him, but I got this whole time. I thought you were the daughter of Matthew and Gunnar Nelson from the pop well, duo Nelson of the early somewhere 90s. In the mix. <laughs> I don't know how they're related, but they're somewhere in there, mm -hmm. probably. My mom told me that I was Conway Twitty's daughter, so I think she was kidding. <laughs> yes, maybe. I think she was, too. I don't know. We grew up in the 70s, you know? We could be anybody's mm -hmm. kids. It's Our parents so were all true. so high. A, I think 23 yeah. and me might be able to help you out with that. You know, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. put the little. If you want to know the truth. Plug. You might not mm -hmm. want to know. Yeah, it's. You might want to know the truth. They might want to, you know, clone serious us too. skeletons, you mm -hmm. know. So what was it like growing up as kids in a musical families like that? Did you guys go on tour with, with, with your families or did you stay home while they were out? How'd that work? Both. Both, yeah. I think I grew up um, mostly at home, but um, I don't know, but up until like school became important, we were always on the road. But then when we had to, we, I don't know, we had a lot of different tutors who tried to go out with us and quit a couple weeks into the tour. I guess we were horrible children. So then we had to start staying. Home, was it home. that or was it just because being out on tour is hard being on the road even if hard. you're not it's not playing as, it's not as it's, good a story though yeah it, yeah and you know yeah i guess you're right but you know <laughs> Thanks, it's Brian. hard to get comfortable you can't yeah, let me just, just <laughs> my other story yeah, was better <laughs> um, no well, it never was important in my family so Never did education oh, we just never went you know yeah That's education is definitely overrated mm -hmm. <laughs> you know there's, there's plenty of ways to learn about the world <laughs> plenty of ways mm -hmm. yeah can dance ways to be in the world which you know you mm -hmm. learn a lot from like going from city to city if you get context you know there's something totally. else totally there there's some street mm -hmm. smarts at least yeah you learn mm -hmm. how to be a hooker you learn how to you know mm -hmm. Live as in John Lee or hand to mouth and uh, other things to as mouth. in John Lee hand yeah. to mouth. <laughs> but you know I do think that I am mildly reclusive today because of all of the years that I toured mm -hmm. you know living out of a suitcase I love having I still don't have a dresser but I have like a closet and everything in certain piles that I know my way which does stem back from when you got to use the bunk on top of your bunk uh, and just uh, lay your stuff yeah. out you know it drives my woman nuts why don't you just put the things in your dresser I just you know I always just use the top two shirts when I use a dresser what are all those shirts underneath the shirts that are in the drawer yeah, yeah. I like them all out yes that sounds so. great Sounds Does like a Steve Martin like movie, like 
concept, you know. The jerk. (laughs) (laughs) No, but do you think, do you crave vacation and going out on tour or do you like being, it's like a double-edged sword. If I spend like Mm -hmm. a year at home, I get kind of an itch to go do a two-week tour. But the days of 10-month tours, I just couldn't. You know, like both your dads. I mean, geez, there's still. How often does your dad tour, Amy? Like he's on the road ten months out of the year. And yeah, he's he's leaving today to go out on another few week tour. So, mm. yeah, I mean, but he stayed home for a long time during this whole, you know, pandemic thing. Sure. So, he, um, so he, yeah, um, felt you know, kind of getting used to it. He's got the. If I'm not. If I'm not mistaken, he he got into entrepreneurship in the in the cannabis space, right? Oh yeah, Something like that. Yeah. How's that going? I don't I don't pay well. attention to all that stuff, but it's is it pretty cool? Don't yeah, it's pretty cool. Weed's doing weed is um weed's, weed's doing, doing good, good right? A lot of, lot of <laughs> weed's doing all right. I've actually smoked a weed called Willie Nelson OG, but I don't think it was your dad's. I think it was just oh yeah, was it not homage. Willie's reserve? I think his no, is I, I don't think I've ever then, smoked the brand. No. Yeah, yeah. Just Willie's Reserve. Some kid huh? who slung it to me. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have to get you hooked up. Willie's Reserve. Yeah. Um, I bet Willie's OG was pretty good too, but. It was, it was pretty good. Bought it at a dispensary, you know, just the name. It's just a name. But yeah. Um, yeah, well, entrepreneurship to the third degree is without a doubt the can- cannabis industry. It's massive. Yeah. He's, been a, he's always been an advocate no matter what the whole time right he's been a proponent of it so it would make sense you know to... yeah i mean he smoked weed on the he smoked a joint on the roof of the white house that was the beginning of legalization mm-hmm. i mean it took many 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 years after that but it was probably the beginning yeah that's that cool. was the beginning is there a picture of that? There's got to be a picture of that. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. sure there is. I'm sure there's a video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before the whole phone camera thing. But yeah, somebody, mm-hmm. I, there's got to be because it was the White House. There's got to be <laughs> mm-hmm. all the cameras everywhere. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cameras absolutely everywhere. So yeah. back to so your- what's, so yeah, go ahead, Nick. Sorry. I was just saying, taking just us back to, to the band. Um, what do you want to do? Like, okay, COVID's not going away. Let's just let's just put that out there because it's not changing. We got multiple uh, Greek symbols coming out that are going to represent. We're going to know the whole Greek alphabet here soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do in anyways? Like, are you just going to say fuck it and just start doing shows? Or I think we should put out the COVID album. What's the what's the mm-hmm. title? I think it's called the COVID album. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like. Has anybody done that yet? It was over. I was hoping a little bit more like. You're waiting for something a little bit more clever. <laughs> That's the problem. With that. Good. that is hilarious. I think we're just gonna have this one show that we keep rebooking mm-hmm. for you know until it actually it. comes. Mm-hmm. It's a good Maybe. idea. We're going to be is, so famous like, by the time that show. It's only like an 85 Oh, oh yeah. It's going to be massive. It's going to be a documentary so about this show. You should really just have mm-hmm. like a little mini documentary about the show that never <laughs> How many times it got canceled. Yeah. Rebooked. Yeah. And, and then the like, people 
that couldn't come return their tickets, but then some new people get their tickets. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the yeah. stories behind it. Just totally, track one totally. ticket from see where it goes from hand mm-hmm. to hand. And, like, and then we'll like, we'll do the premiere of that documentary, but then we'll cancel mm-hmm. that premiere and we'll post Canceled it. because due to, <laughs> yes, I, that it's, yeah. it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I got the album name. It's called Canceled Because of COVID. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID culture. Now, have you guys, have you ever even thought maybe about franchising yourselves in full cute, like the West Coast version, just Ooh. another cute couple of girls, one with a guitar, one with a ukulele, maybe even wearing wigs and getting more into character of you guys, but um, doing the shows. So you could technically just be in multiple cities at the same time. I'm I don't have that. To we called it girls. Garfunkel and Oates. <laughs> Garfunkel and Oates. <laughs> Um, does that exist yeah oh they're actually really great they're They're actually better than us they are better than us but they like they have their own tv show and they write really great songs and um i mean i i don't know if the tv show is continuing i think they did a season but it was actually pretty brilliant and then Mm -hmm. there were like parallels with their lives like it was kind Mm -hmm. of it was uncanny so i think I think they are like um, us on another. Your guys is really bizarro Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, does it have to be two mm-hmm. girls? I mean, because I'm thinking that maybe. I'm these just guys thinking it would be so cool if this off. show oh constantly God. got postponed, and uh-huh. then you people finally show up and you come out, but at a closer look, it's like, wait a second, I think it's Cheryl Crow and Lisa Loeb with wigs on. <laughs> when it's we finally do the show it's everywhere mm-hmm. yes all at exactly. one time on the same day mm-hmm. yeah that would be hilarious i like this, I like this. Mm-hmm. yeah just multiply it mm-hmm. yeah. what you're doing divide and so, conquer uh, give us some like what's coming up next so we know that the show that's not going to happen but do you have any plans to maybe um i know i touched on it earlier but i don't know if you guys ever got around to like, are you going to record some new tunes? I see, like, you have these songs on Spotify that have millions of plays. Like, literally, mm-hmm. Motherfucker Got Fucked Up has two and a half million plays. Mm-hmm. I think you got to follow that up with something. Yeah. You think? How do you get something with a couple plays? <laughs> like, just write another song that gets yeah. millions of plays. It's well, just like so- that. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that later tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After this interview, um, we need like a, a hit show to um, put our song on it. Cause that's what happened with Motherfucker. Black ended up um, stumbling across our song. That's what they said. They said they kind of just stumbled upon it. And um, we didn't have anybody pitching it or anything, but they found our song and wanted to use it. And um, they put it on the second. The, the premiere episode of their second season, fourth in season. the end credits. Which show? And Orange, Orange is the New Black. Black. Oh. Mm. And that uh, was my favorite. The second season, first, second, I think third, and then I lost. I just lost touch of that. It started again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good show. I still need to finish it though. I I got ADD or something around like season three or something. 
but um, hard to get seasons into a show. That's why well, I never got into The Wire. Everybody talked about that. Oh, forever. you got to watch There's The like Wire. Nine seasons, really? So yeah. you're in agreement. I got. See, I got burned from what was that? Lost. You know, you get all the way to oh. the end and and. You're hoping that there's some big reveal and there just wasn't. It was sad. It was a sad moment. And so devoting that. that much time of my life. But I, I've also noticed that these TV shows run out of steam around season three. Because then they have Ooh. to, then it becomes like a soap opera almost at that point. Yeah. You know, the writers, the original writers have already quit. Probably. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're just, you know, they're trying to weave these things and add new characters. And it's just, yeah, but not with the. Well, wire. I heard a trick too the in the Netflix in the TV business that if you're the producer of the very first show, and that show gets picked up and goes into you know season after season, you can bail and you still get paid for everything that is made after you. Because I read an article that that's how Jason Bateman became the richest dude since Netflix because he would do. Ozark and if you look at the first season produced by Jason Bateman after that he's just starring in it just kind of yeah. showing up whenever but getting kind of the and then he did like a couple other ones the Arrested Development he brought back to the Netflix and things like that so um Let's you know all that. you got to do is just direct the first the first one yeah you know well and maybe that'll be our new career this show Maybe I'll just called... direct the first alphabet series and I'll direct letter A. And then after yeah. that, there's 25 more seasons, B, C, D, E, but then Great I get idea. The Anyway, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The alphabet, <laughs> how does it end? Everybody's like, oh yeah, okay. Ends with C. How does it end? Yeah. <laughs> it ends with get there. Delta. Um, That's well, what guys, you did. So you, you're gonna record some new tracks is the answer to Brian's question, most likely. Mm -hmm. going. Oh, we gotta record. We've got definitely two that we've gotta record. Mm -hmm. so you'll come out with- We've probably one. gotta finish them. One or half a one. Yeah, half. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our songs are usually mm -hmm. pretty short, so maybe it'll just mm -hmm. be a jingle. Yeah, just repeat it. Yeah, <laughs> repeat, solo, repeat. Hey, TikTok's changed <laughs> the way songs have been written. If you want to go- right. like, You only need 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. What's crazy is that like, uh, so I was, I was helping this kid with songwriting the other day and he's like um, showing me these TikTok tracks. And it, he, he actually brought the newest um, Little Nas X track, right? And it has no bridge. This song has no bridge and it doesn't need one. And like most songs nowadays don't need them because there are multiple artists on the song. So like mm -hmm. what used to take your brain away from the song a little bit before it came back to the chorus or before it dropped back into the verse, your brain doesn't need it anymore because you have a whole new person singing the first, the second verse. So it's like there is already a bridge there. So songs are like, they're just this, the hit, portion of the song repeated twice Done by different people singers and then the the chorus is like three or four times and they're just like and they don't care because they know that tiktok's gonna just take the hook and everybody's mm -hmm. gonna dance to that right mm -hmm. and, and that's crazy because that's what he did on his first song right when you thought it should go to a bridge billy ray cyrus comes in that was the second <laughs> version though but then Cyrus came in. There's two versions. There's the first version, which didn't have Cyrus, 
and then the second version, which was Cyrus. But the, the, Cyrus, the version Cyrus. with Cyrus have a bridge. That was more regular structure, yeah. Check it wow, out. Wow, and then they took the bridge. Out. Did Little Nas X reinvent how the hit song is made? <laughs> That's how a lot of people are doing it now. It's out of all the young folk. We might actually have more finished songs than we realize, Amy. We should go back. Exactly. Not mastered the bridge. We just pretty much do verses and choruses. Then you're good. We got two we don't singers. Have a lot of bridge. Mm -hmm. We've got that. We don't need no bridge. We're so we're so TikTok. I mean, do people actually put totally albums out anymore, or is it we're just singles? Uh, I think what they do is this thing. So it's pretty pretty genius. There's another way to do it. It's called cascading, and so they'll release one single. Mm -hmm. And then they release another song along with the first single. So it's like new single with the second single from before. And they keep stacking them that way all the way to like 10. And then it's an album. And they get, they get extra plays off each one of those releases because the way that Spotify Interesting. works is when you play the single, it automatically plays the next song in the album. So you get you uh -huh. up in the single plays, you know what I mean? Pretty yeah. interesting hack. And like I see record labels now, like putting themselves on the, you know, artist thing, so you can click on the label name and then see all the other artists that they have. So it's like this. I can't believe that we. Are, I'm just hearing this from you. This is an interesting piece of how things are changing. That's what. That's so crazy. It's, it makes sense. It's so thought out. You know? Yeah. Let's cascade that shit, Aim. Come on. Get yeah. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I thought that was just a dish soap. Yeah. Just, you know, it, it's not done, but, you know, it's cascade. Mm -hmm. Virtually spotless. Don, Don sees animals that, like, the oil industry likes to coat. So that was how they saved you ever notice yeah. that? Like You're the, right. Don saved the, saves the animals. that were coming yeah. saving animals. They sold so much soap off that. You know they did. They have yeah. little Everybody's pictures like, of yeah. ducks on their bottles. Yeah. And they're like, they're made by Procter & Gamble, and Procter & Gamble tests on animals. So for all the animals that get saved, they're sticking soap in bunnies' eyes and stuff. So, you know. Yeah. Grain of salt. Don. Wow. So stick with Grain Cascade. Of salt. You heard it here. We'll stick with Cascade. <laughs> <laughs> Not using Don anymore. Damn you, Don. I think Cascade is Procter & Gamble, too. Uh, God damn it. I know. Well, I'm hoping that you guys add San Diego to your next tour. And you should oh my gosh. do that. Yes, cause... we have to. It's been forever since we played. I mean, we played a pseudo gig in San Diego. We almost were going to play at the Belly Up. We're gonna play oh, the yeah. with Arlo. That was coming up. Yeah, yeah. Man, that would have been perfect. Sounds so great. Either there. we have to open up for somebody else who's at the belly up, or we have to kind of, uh, you know, um, pick up our draw a little bit. Do the cast the headline. Well, mm -hmm. just get another TV show Maybe or convoy. Two. Ooh, convoy reunion. You know, oddly, that's been in the work. That's been in the talks for December at the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. Honestly, um, so really maybe exciting. we'll get you guys out for that, and let's get Folk U on that boat. Yeah, Folk It's so hard we for me to do the second K. Because he just that's okay. Folk U. Folk U works too. <laughs> A lot of people just call us Fuck You. 
Yeah, no, so, so that's what we they're, they're yelling at, at your shows. Yeah. Like, well, thank you. Aww. Yes. Yes. Adoring us, Amy. Real quick means- though, was the bar that you met at in 1996 Crochies? Yes. It was. Oh, I was gonna say maybe you should come back and do a reunion of where you first met, but I think yeah. Crochies is like a bar. No, yeah, it's a clothing store or something, isn't it? It's a. It was a restaurant pre pre COVID, but I don't know what it is now. Now it's oh, that, like that whole area will trip you out. Remember, it was like kind of seedy in '96. Yeah. There was bad parts of the gas lamp. Oh yeah, night totally. restaurant right there. Remember that Chinese restaurant oh. used to be right there. Yeah, gone. Mm-hmm. Like so a there's giant. There's nobody there gone. to hold your parking space for you anymore. No, and then they don't wash your windows anymore either. Oh, yeah. No, not even close. I mean, the wow. worst part of downtown will remind you of like the dirtiest street in Disneyland. It is. It's literally going to be our next full view title. I don't know, Brian. There is 16th and G. That's kind of rough. Down that is true. That's, is that even considered gas lamp, though? That's more like East Village. It is East Village. Can we go back to the well, dirtiest street in Disneyland? I mean, yes. <laughs> that's going to be so our next good, song. That's the next okay, we're going to cascade with Disney. <laughs> I'd lick the dirtiest street in Disneyland. <laughs> that's the All right. Line. Please know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it's been great chatting with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been great chatting with you. Super fun. Thank you. How do we how do we get people to find you? Olpuke.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Facebook page and a um, MySpace, right? Called Full Puke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I haven't checked the MySpace in Ducky a while. Ducky and but... like Tom are on there, I think. So. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think MySpace is still up because I tried to log in and it I, is. I got locked out. JT so. owns it, or he did at one point. Yeah, Justin Wait. Timberlake owns it. Oh, wow. wow. I was kidding about MySpace, but we really should get on MySpace now. I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a, a full cuke Twitter and we have a full cuke Instagram and uh, Facebook. And then, um, yeah, we just kind of sometimes. And Spotify. I'm going to give you Kathy's home number too, just so you guys. Okay. Yeah, so we can harass my, her. Uh, audience computer keeps freezing so i miss it i just missed all that what <laughs> i just heard i'm gonna give you kathy's number yeah. <laughs> wait what <laughs> remember that time we did the interview and i was trying to give our website and i accidentally gave my email address <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny did you get any mail from it no no part oh. <laughs> <laughs> put your phone numbers both your phone numbers in the show notes for you guys absolutely okay, perfect go ahead Thank and click you. there we're lonely mm-hmm. yeah so for our listeners what's a what's a great first impression of full cuke i know that i have my picks of songs that I would play out but i want to know what you guys would play out i was thinking maybe we should give them sweet talker that's what i was gonna pick really uh, yes. yes oh thank god unanimously <laughs> Um, my wow. dad sings on that with us, and um, oh, he cool. dropped the singular F-bomb. No. That was going to be our single, and then he dropped the singular F-bomb, and then we were like, well, we have to leave it. And so, um, but we did make a radio version, a radio-friendly version of it, but I think we forgot to send that version to all the radio stations. 
So that never so really still got picked up, us. but we're like, that one mm. should have probably been played more. I mean, it's like got mm-hmm. my dad singing on it and like nobody's heard it. So I just figured maybe we should give that song one more chance. What's heck yes. Then so, we're going to listen to that on the way out. Ladies, the pleasure was mine and ours. So great to see you. your faces and so even more to fun to hear your, your stories. And we'll talk to you guys very soon. Okay, yes. yes please. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. your daddy steal the stars do you want to ride my rocket i want to drive your car do you come here often what's your sign Might be your life.